Each episode of this podcast will be a bit different, which shouldn't come as any surprise to anyone considering who's making this thing. My name's Jay, introvert extraordinaire and procrastinator extreme, and I really, really hate the sound of my own voice. So I figured, why not make a podcast forcing me to have to listen to the jarring timbre of my own vocals, yeah? And no, that doesn't mean I'm going to sing. That would be weird. But I am going to read random things I've written over the years. Sometimes poems, sometimes short stories, sometimes journal entries, essays, or just random thoughts, feelings, insights, and whatnot that come to me at, you guessed it, typically three in the morning. The topics will range from personal beliefs, to random commentary on past and current pop culture, to books I've read, or music I love, to interesting things I've learned, to my take on various forms of fiction and literature, or taboo tropes I adore or despise in particular fiction, to, well, really just about anything. I also like to add in a word of the day to help broaden our vocabulary skills and even provide inspiration which can strike at any time for any reason. And, as a disclaimer and trigger warning of sorts, most of this is unscripted and uncensored, so expect quirky, raw, honest, and undoubtedly controversial material to randomly pop up and be discussed, or simply pop up, no discussion needed. If you like what you hear, then share this podcast with your friends, family, neighbors, co-workers, random stranger you meet on the train, and subscribe so you can be the first to know when new episodes are released. I'm going to try getting them out on Thursdays, with an occasional Sunday thrown in if I'm feeling up to it. You can also drop me a voice message on Anchor with questions or suggestions. Well now, surprising as it is, we're finally at our last Thursday of the year. New Year's Eve at that. And the eve of my birthday, tomorrow, as well. Yes, you heard right. I'm a New Year's baby, which rules and sucks for so many reasons. I'm sure you can guess all of them. (laughs) But, um, yeah. So, happy New Year's Eve, everybody, I guess. Um, I don't know if that's a thing, but yeah, there we go. Um, So, anyway, I figured I might as well take the time to look back at all of the shenanigans that happened over this ridiculous year and summarize some things up. Here's to some of the good, the bad, and the mildly inconvenient. So, the good. Um, I watched over a hundred new shows this year. The bad. I watched over a hundred freaking new shows this year. What the fuck? How did that even happen? Because I don't watch shit. Damn. The good. I apparently discovered 391 new artists this year alone in over 373 genres, including 135 new ones, at least according to my 2020 Spotify wrapped. Which means I actually definitely found way more artists than that since I discover a lot of new music on YouTube and Tumblr and none of those two places 
were added in to that count because they're not part of Spotify's statistics. So holy shit, that is kind of terrifying when you actually stop to think about it. Well, damn, I've sure been broadening my horizons. Um, yeah. Uh, also good, my musical appreciation has apparently influenced many to try new kinds of music only to find that they really like it. And, you know, not naming names, just saying people have really been digging all the music I've been dishing out to y'all. So that's kind of nice. Um, and the even better, uh, it, not in regards to music, but just kind of like a general awesomeness to begin with. All of the great LGBTQIA plus content out there. I mean, listen, my generation went from like extreme anti-gay, anti-anything not heteronormative to very liberal open views and it's wonderful don't get me wrong but you gotta understand I still remember when to even vaguely hint or suggest that anything not heterosexual was like like it it, it was it, you could you could fucking die like yes I know this can still happen and still does happen in places here but there was nothing to criminalize such actions so the fact that I can go on the television or on streaming sites and just look through the category section no less and see an area that says LGBT you know plus content and even if some of it really sucks because y'all need to be making better LGBTQ plus content okay you really do but even if it sucks just the fact that it's even there it's listed you can find it easily or for the most part easily I mean some sites make it easier than others that's just crazy and I mean shit honestly you know like we have had a nice collection of queer and queer representation in television, movies, anime, children's shows, cartoons, podcasts, music, hell, even in politics over the course of this year alone. Against all odds, we still kept going strong. And for that, I am so proud and honored to have contributed to to any of that in any way with my own podcast here or also with some of my own writings or just being a member of the LGBTQ community to begin with. It's like, I am so happy to be part of this forward momentum, you know? So seriously, let's hope for an even better year of queer in 2021. And that is all on y'all. So Come on now, let's let's make this a good year, okay? I have trust issues already, so it's not like I actually trust that anything will be better or worse or whatever, but hell, I can at least hope, right? Right, okay. Um, and now for the bad. 
because <laughs> we said so much good stuff. Let's get to some bad. Um, well, kind of the number one. We lost so many people this year, you know, either from police shootings or just psycho people being psycho to obviously corona to just the general fucking stress of this year to just people getting to a certain age point that it's like, well, I guess it's time to go. I know that sounds terrible, but you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like some of the old greats, you know, they finally got to a point that their hearts couldn't handle it anymore. And so they decided, all right, peace out. And then of course this year didn't help. Like I said, the general fucking stress of this year alone. So listen, I can't even begin to count how many we've lost. You know, in fact, it might even be easier to count who's still left after the smoke clears. I mean, damn. Yikes. And even more bad. Um, not in terms of that kind of bad, but still bad. Um, so my lack of privacy all year round has devastatingly frayed my nerves and dwindled my patience to but a nil thing. Um, and to be honest with you, I don't know how much longer I can take with this shit. You know, I was definitely not made for sharing spaces with other people. Clearly, I know there are many people who might be listening to this and being like, are you serious? But once again, like, you know, different types of people for different whatever. And I know just I'm just I just know this about myself. I am not the kind of person to be sharing spaces this intimately with others, especially when there is no privacy whatsoever or like no boundaries or like nowhere that I can go just to be alone. You know, it's one thing like if you have to share spaces with somebody, but you at least have somewhere you can go to like when you need to honest to goodness be alone. And, um, yeah, when you don't have that, I think even the most people of peoples will start to go crazy. And I am the type of person where I can't even handle that on a, because I'm a not a people people, person, people, ah, I can't, mm. I'm somebody who needs constant alone time and like the very, the very bare minimal peopling time and that has so drastically changed over this past year and it's like I want to cry I just oh my god okay so now moving along to the mildly inconvenient okay um so a bit of real talk here since November I've been periodically driving over 300 miles a day now round trip and I honestly have to say, it's been a real bitch on my back, okay? I mean, I love driving. Like, that, driving and me, we were made for each other, okay? We love driving, okay? The car, the me, the everything, okay? I was talking about that, like, me time or just that, like, chill time. Yeah, me in a car, that's kind of one of those me times. It's wonderful, okay? Um, so don't get me wrong, I love the driving, but dang, I think I need to invest in some sort of like back brace or supportive car seat or something or another because holy God's my back. Oh, and also mildly inconvenient to downright annoying. 
So all year long, I've been reminded of why kids like me, but I don't like them. If anything, I guess it's a compliment on my part, but but I don't like compliments. So <laughs> so the inconvenience and uncomfortableness of the whole situation just continues regardless of forced smile. <laughs> because legit, I just, uh, okay, well, enough of that, enough of that. Let's go on to the real meat of the episode, which I decided to make as, well, it's the title. It's it's basically the title. So it's the 20 things that saved 2020 for me. Okay. Um, and these are, you know, just basically the things that, I mean, I'm sure there are others because as crazy as this year was, there were high points in it. I'm not going to even sit here and pretend to lie to y'all that there weren't. Um, so these are just 20 things that like off the top of my head, I'm like, listen, these things helped keep whatever bit of sanity I have left there. That's the best, that's the best way of putting it. So let's begin. So the first one, She-Ra and the Princesses of Power. Listen, I know I only watched this like literally a week ago. So it feels like what you mean this, this thing that you saw just in like the last week or so of December saved 2020 for you. Yes, it did. Okay. Yes, it fucking did. And I think a lot of other people will agree with me on that because technically the series ended back in I think June or July so from since then people have seen it and have seen the series ending and from since then it was saving this year okay me seeing it at this point in time when I'm seeing it now I feel like it's even better because it's like I actually have lived through this god-awful year and it's like after all of that here have something amazing and awesome and wholesome and wonderful and you will be a very happy person and you might even forget just how shitty this year was and that's exactly what it did for me okay this whole year was just it was just crazy whether it was good crazy bad crazy it was just crazy okay so this whole show was a lifesaver for me but that finale alone was everything and then some bless everything about it to the nth degree number two getting a new laptop after nearly a decade and more than two years of using a broken down one from my college days oh listen listen to me right here my baby my sweet wonderful gorgeous child i say it every penny for you and boy was it worth it this new computer here is a new HP Spectre X360 15 inch with one terabyte of SSD and 16 gigs of memory. This thing's a motherfucking beast and thank God for it. I can do so much. Holy Jesus. Okay. Mm. Okay. Number three, the Good Omens fandom, because bless their beautiful, wonderful gay little arts let me tell you number four kda because this group single-handedly saved 2020 and you can't tell me otherwise 
fucking gave me life. Okay? Their EP was hella banging. Their music videos were some of the flyest shit I have seen in ages. And their new look? Mm. Ladies, you can come over and slay any day of the week. Mm. Number five. BTS and Blackpink. Because they also gave me incredible life this year. Not gonna lie. So for BTS, I think I've really become a fan. Not just of their music, but of the boys themselves this past year. I've even learned some of the lingo associated with it. Though I can't possibly tell you which one's my bias. I actually kind of keep going back and forth between like four of them and the seven. So like that's not... That's not a bias. That's just me loving the whole fucking group. But I can tell y'all that the four that I'm really kind of going back and forth between, not to say, not to say, I, I love them all, but there's four in particular that I just kind of, they're just, yeah. So it's Sugar, Jimin, V, and Jikook. Jinkook. I think I'm saying his name right. I'm sorry if I'm not. But anyway, those four are my boys. I love them. They just... For various reasons, okay? Now, don't get me wrong. Of course, I love RM. He just... Yeah. <laughs> and of course, I love the rest, okay? But these four in particular, okay? Yeah, these fools, I love them, okay? I really do. As for Blackpink, I've been a fan of them for far, far longer than I have been for BTS. But this year, I think... Lisa in particular has just sort of been she's just been sort of dominating everything and making me come back I mean her and Jeannie I you know I do like Jeannie um listen I just mm, I think it's because La Lisa's like became a coach for um that trainee show which god help me I cannot remember the night the name of it right now it's on um key KU or KU or something like that. It's Q-I-Y-I. Um, and just watching that, <laughs> watching her slay by being the perfect coach, I think I've just been able to get through all of this year because of those episodes, because they're great. <laughs> okay? They really are. They're great. Um... And also because of all the incredible solo and group performances by these absolutely talented ladies. I mean, mm, bless them, I tell you, bless. Huh. And that's performances from this year and last year. So not just narrowing it down to just this year's performances. Because it's not like if I've watched every single little thing of theirs. A lot of times I'll end up seeing things from like a couple years ago this year. And that's what I've been doing a lot. So, yeah, like I said, these two groups definitely slaying. All right, number six, Billie Eilish. Because this girl's a whole fucking vibe, and I am vibing. Number seven, headphones and earplugs. Bless whoever it was who invented these life and sanity-saving devices. Because without them, I am sure I would have actually killed somebody this year not to say I'm not still close to doing so but listen 
Number eight, Twitter. Listen, I've never been a big Twitter person and I still really only go on to it to lurk, but the snark and the sass on this platform literally saved the day more times than not and continually gave me life all year long. Without it, I don't know what I'd have done to myself and to others, not gonna lie. So once again, Twitter's kind of doing it for me for all the right reasons. Number nine, Spotify. The only difference with this one is that Spotify saves every year, hands down, not just this one. But I just got to say that without Spotify this year in particular, I definitely would have gone crazy. Just, just saying. Number 10. So we're halfway through our list now. Number 10 is Instacart. Now listen to me here. During the earlier months of quarantine and self-isolation, this literally was a lifesaver for me and my mom, okay? Neither one of us went out, so contactless delivery saved the day, and these angels who shopped for others deserved all the tips in the world, and trust me, they got them from us, okay? So that's like, y'all don't gotta be worried about that, but legit legit those first few months of quarantine when it was like legit quarantine like you couldn't go out and it was curfew and like all kinds of things and just in general when it was like really scary and dangerous and there were like really no masks anywhere to be found there was no hand sanitizer no alcohol no nothing yeah um we pretty much didn't leave the house for like about two months two almost three months straight at all eventually mom started going out a little bit every once in a while just like when she absolutely had to like oh we can't authorize this payment because we need to see who you are bullshit that they were doing at the beginning for a lot of places and you know she had to go out physically outside of that instacart was the thing that saved us because if it weren't for that we would not be able to get food end of story so yeah Thank you. <laughs> um, number 11, ramen. Because poor man's food can be yummy as fuck if you know what you're doing. Number 12, Netflix and Hulu. So honestly, I don't know what I'd do without both of them. I was able to watch and catch up on so many shows. I wanted to see over the years and finally it happened during this god-awful one. So, on that note. Number 13. Star Trek Discovery Season 3. Though really I should just say Emperor Philippa Giorgio! Because that's my bab. As in badass bitch right there. Mm-hmm. I'm sure y'all know what I'm saying. Number 14, YouTube. So surprisingly, I've been very good friends with YouTube this past year. It has introduced me to so many new channels and people to follow and be entertained by. 
a lot of them actually ended up being black YouTubers, which is kind of new for me, just a bit. Um, so on that note, I think I'm going to actually list down a few of them so that, yeah, they can get more followers because why the hell not? So um, one of them was, uh, her name is Amber Ansa. I'll spell the last name, A-N-S-A-H. Um, I'm not going to go into like what each one of them does because then this is going to be an insanely long episode and I'm trying to keep it somewhat brief. Um, so I'll just name off the, each of them. You can go check them out. They're really cool and great and fantastic. Take my word on it. Um, some of them are like reaction people. So like when you go there, even if they do other things, specifically go and check out their reaction videos and you will be rolling like I was. Okay. Okay. Um, the second one is Screwface John. So I'll spell that for you is S-C-R-U. That's the first word. F-A-C-E, second word, and then third word, J-E-A-N. The um, third one is cut, just like cut, C-U-T. The next one is D-T Parker, okay? So that's D as in dog, T as in Thomas, and then Parker. Number five is glam, fam, hair, and beauty. Number six is Briz X Life. I'll spell that B R I S X L I F E. And the seven one, what you got to say? All one word. I will spell it for you W H A T C H A G O T, the number two, and then S A Y. All right? All right. And YouTube obviously introduced me to a bunch of other channels. I'm going to list off some of them too, because why not? Free promotion for everybody. None of them are sponsoring this episode, by the way. <laughs> All right. So the rest of them. Um, the next one is Aki Dearest. So that's A-K-I-D-E-A-R-E-S-T. The second one is Love Luca. That's L-A-V. First word, second word, L-U-K-A. Third one is Frank James. The fourth one is Joel and Leah. The fifth one is Rumi Official. That's R-O-O-M-I-E-O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L. The next one is Hildegard von Blingen. I'm going to spell that for you because you'll need to... You'll need it spelled. <laughs> so that's H-I-L-D-E-G-A-R-D. That's the first word. V-O-N. That's the second word. And then B-L-I-N-G-I-N with a little apostrophe as the third word. Next one is Jesse Gender. The eighth one is Hiyoko... Chan. I'm going to spell that. I was thinking to myself, that wouldn't be one I need to spell, but I do need to spell it. So it's H-I-Y-O-K-O dash C-H-A-N. The next one is Ellen and Brian. The next one is Andrew Huang. 
I will spell his last name, H-U-A-N-G. The next one is Corpse Husband. The next one is A-S-A-P Science, all one word. The next one is Boy in a Band, all one word, as in boy in a band, okay? And then the last one is Daniel LaBelle. I'll spell the last name. It's L-A-B-E-L-L-E. And yeah, those are just some of them. I mean, there have been there were others, but like a few of those I might have seen like a video or so of in like the previous years, but never decided to start following or really looking into their channels. This year, however, I became fans. So you got followers out of me. Okay. Number 15, my electric kettle. So I honestly don't know how I've lived so long without one because understand this is actually the first time in my entire life that I have had an electric kettle. Um, boiling water in a pot is something I've always hated doing, but it was really the only option I had. But now that I have a gorgeous gooseneck electric kettle, I'm literally like all up in arms over it, okay? My baby Emery, yes, I named my fucking kettle. Do not judge me. It will not end well for you. So baby Emery is my life now, is officially complete. It's now I can make my fucking tea or my coffee or whatever the bloody hell that I want to make simply and easily without having to put a fucking pot on the stove or anything else of the sort so whoop-de-doo for that and on that note number 16 my Keurig coffee machine so once again because this person here has been living a life too long without one and now that it is in my life There is nothing wrong with the world anymore. No, there's still tons of things wrong in the world. But at least now I have coffee to help me face it through each and every day. Oh, and his name's Patrick, by the way. So him and Emery are constantly fighting over which one will serve me best each day. Except they both win. So there's no need for all the fussing. Because I am a coffee and tea person. Psh, duh. (laughs) all right number 17 biden winning the 2020 presidential election okay y'all needed to hear that again biden won the end And I really don't care if some of y'all don't like it, okay? Honestly, okay? Because, honestly, if you're that up in arms about it, what are y'all even doing here anyway? Why are you following and or listening to a liberal, queer-positive, non-heteronormative, introverted person of color ranting to you over the airways? You know, I thought this, this sort of thing wasn't your cup of tea to begin with. Though, you know, granted, if it isn't, great! But you might need to check yourself and your priorities and your political agendas because the two really don't line up, darling. Just, I'm, just, I'm just saying. So yeah, Biden won. Yay. 
Number 18, my host family for the year. So once again, I'm not saying names or anything of the sort, but you know who you are. A tidal wave of blessings to you, even if your kids drove me to the brink of drinking. No, I'm just playing. I don't drink. But if I did, I would have, let me tell you, because y'all kids, Lord. Anyway, number 19. All of the pirating and content sharing websites out there. Okay? You have always been saving my sanity and have always simply been sanity saving places but this year with everyone broke as hell and stuck inside and either going crazy or needing new material and things to do yeah bless you and may you forever be prosperous because we all know everybody been using them okay don't be lying even if you use them vicariously by letting your friends do the hard and potentially illegal work of downloading them for you and then you just watching it with them, okay? You still benefiting, okay? Okay. End of story. And now 20, last but not least, all of the banging music that lifted me up and went down low with me through every insanely crazy moment of this unbelievable year. I couldn't have made it through without you. That is it from my list of 20 things that have saved 2020. Now I'm going to give you my final just general recommendations for the year. And my last closing thoughts. And then I guess that's going to be it. Wow. That's weird. All right. So my last recommendations for the year to watch. Obviously, fucking She-Ra and the Princess of Power. Okay. I don't know how many times I got to be saying that. Um, Star Trek Lower Decks. Because that shit is hilarious. I finally watched it. And wow, that shit is funny. Um, Bridgerton, actually. Y'all might have been hearing about that recently. This one was a hot mess, and it really was. I mean, I was hoping for a hot mess the minute I saw the, like, the picture for it. Like, the super bright colors and just the expressions on their faces. I was like, Lord, this is going to be a hot mess. And Lord, it was. It was just beautiful. It was everything I could have hoped for. Um, y'all should watch it. Okay. And um, Love, Victor, if you remember that one from, like, back in May or June or so, that was a good one. Um, there's, you know, there's there's more. There's a lot more things, but those are, like, the main ones that I can think of off the top of my head right now. Um, stuff to read. Like I said, this hasn't been much of a reading year for me because it's been more of, like, a content-making year. I've been writing, like, crazy um, so I haven't been doing too, too much reading. Most of the reading that I have been doing has been fan fiction and, um, Crush, if y'all remember that book, um, poetry book from, like, months back. I would, I would recommend that one again. Um, of course, Hanagram fan fiction is always to die for. Um, Rise of the Guardians fan fiction is pretty good. Maze Runner fan fiction is always pretty nice. Yeah, I'm sure there are others, you know. 
go, go to archive of our own. You'll find whatever you're looking for there. <laughs> All right. And as for stuff to listen to. So I did write down a list of this. And basically what I decided to do instead of doing songs was I'm going to list artists and groups instead. Because, um, yeah, like if I do songs, I'll be here a million years. And even this list that I got here is pretty long, but at least it's like the groups and then you can go check them out and like go listen to music. So, okay. So first one, first and foremost, Blackpink, um, BTS, Billie Eilish, KDA, Siams, Bastille, 21 Pilots, Placebo, Bring Me the Horizon, Disturbed, Godsmack, Breaking Benjamin, Linkin Park, Blue Oyster Cult, Cecile Corbell, Fawn, Omnia, Aurora, Sigur Ross, Curly, Bad Sons, Grandson, Young Blood, and Saint Motel. And that is really it, folks. Um, yeah, I hope you all are enjoying your holiday celebrations and spending time with the ones you love safely and remotely or in very, 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 very small socially distanced groups. I mean, even that I don't really approve of, especially with the rise of COVID cases like just stay away from people damn <laughs> okay enjoy your family and your loved ones from afar if you actually love them okay um keep up the good fight and you know mask up okay um i don't know if you guys can hear it i'm hoping this is this after this episode actually hasn't been that muffled because i've been um in my mask the whole time because i'm outside right now while i'm recording this um so yeah, like I said, hopefully um, this has actually been recording well, because if it does, and even more so, look at that. I can record an entire fucking episode with a mask on. Shocker. And everything is totally fine. So even more so, like to y'all naysayers who say you can't breathe and you can't this and that. Listen, okay, I got bad allergies and I got bad congestion that makes it like impossible to breathe half the time. And I've been recording this whole fucking episode with a mask on. Okay, so... Uh, okay. Done. Um, so yeah, like I said, keep up the good fight. Mask up. Continue to practice social distancing procedures. Um, uh, what else? Uh, stay in if you can and stay away from big crowds and gatherings. Listen, I know that Christmas and the you know, end of the year festivities are happening. New Year's is literally right around the corner. It's literally tomorrow. Um, but listen, this is our last Thursday and simply the last day of the year to begin with, you know? So let's make it a good one. You know, this year has already been what it's been, you know, let's, let's finally, finally sort of put this year behind us because I think it is long since time for us to finally say good say our goodbyes to this time warp of a year because I mean damn we practically got an entire decade's worth of events in a single year this has been so freaking exhausting okay so let's put an end 
to all of this, shall we? Tonight the ball drops and rings in a new year. And I wish for all of us that we have a better, healthier, safer, less chaotic year than before. And that things finally fall into place for those of us waiting for and working towards miracles. Some of us are looking for a good, steady job we can actually enjoy that also makes us steady and sustainable income. Others are looking for an affordable home or house or better living situation with a home office so that we can get our work from home game on point. Others are searching for love, real love, and are tired of playing games and dating and whatnot and want to finally be with the right someone. And others are just lonely or anxious or depressed or swinging through bipolar or manic episodes and dealing with mental health issues that have only gotten worse during the pandemic. And for others still, it's just the isolation, you know, the being away from your family, friends and loved ones. And then for others still, it is our actual health that may have been bad or perfect before all of this began. But now it's like a total wreck, both physically and mentally, as well as emotionally and spiritually. So listen, we are looking for that light at the end of the tunnel, that silver lining, that cool breeze and a scorching summer's day. We need to believe it will happen, that it exists. And I am using this wish to hope for a better tomorrow for us all. So, so long, 2020. You will not be missed. And welcome, 2021. We've all been waiting. This is Jay, signing off. Stay safe and stay inspired. Cheers to us all. Thanks for listening, and I hope to see you all back here for another episode next week, or the week after, or the week after that. Listen, how about we not make any promises and just say, see you again another time, yeah? Cheers.